Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Me and Aaron didn't really stop crying all weekend. Like, it was just super, I don't know, surreal, I guess. Like, I I can't even really explain. It's hard to put into words because, like, I mean, you work really hard. I, I barely even know him. Like, I've only known him for a couple of months, right? But, like, there's just that connection and... Um, you know that God puts people in your life for a reason kind of thing. So He truly does. And in this situation, it's a beautiful story. We're joined today by Ben Harder or BJ Harder. He chatted with us in Connections back in early March. He was getting set to go out on a 983-kilometer bike ride to raise funds for one of his friend's sons who needs a new kindy. Now, the cool thing about this is that back in 2021, Ben donated one of his kidneys to his brother, who was also battling kidney disease. He felt called to help this family, and he is now back from that bicycle ride. He's going to tell us all about it, the amount of money they raised, and how this will impact the family. We're joined today by Ben Harder, or BJ Harder. He just returned back from a very long bicycle ride. Now, he did this for a good reason. He met a family while at a training camp whose son was dealing with kidney disease. This hit him hard because he donated one of his kidneys to his brother, who was also battling a similar kidney disease. Now, Ben, you're back from this ride. Tell us all about this event. Uh, Well, it was pretty crazy. Started off with uh, some rough flights. Um, I was supposed to be in Ohio on Saturday, March no, Friday, March 3rd, sorry. And um, my flight to Toronto from Winnipeg got delayed, which resulted in my flight from Toronto to Detroit getting cancelled. Um, and then I could only leave Saturday morning. So I missed the men's breakfast where we were going to like talk about the ride and everything. The My friend that I rode with, Wes, though, he was there for the morning. So he was at the men's breakfast. I just showed up a little bit late. Um yeah, I got in just after lunch then on the Saturday, which was still pretty good. I had time to put the bike together for the first time and ride it outside. <laughs> um, so that was fun. Uh, put the bike together, went for like a 10, 15 minute warm up ride just to kind of get used to the the bike and the pedals and everything. Made sure everything was tight so we didn't have any issues the first day or whatever. Um and the first day was actually really good. It was a lot of fun. Um, we were on the bikes for almost 11 hours on Sunday, March. That would be the 5th when we left. So we rode. We were supposed to do 120 miles. We ended up doing 135, kind of by accident. <laughs> um, my my buddy Wes, he was... Uh, leading us with the GPS and he actually forgot to turn on his tracker for the first like hour and a half. So we'd already gone like 20, 21 miles or something like that. Um, And we ended up doing 135 miles that first day and we rode right to the campground where we were staying. So that was really good. Like it was a great ride. Um, Long, long time on the bike, obviously Uh, we had a couple stops like checkpoints for lunch and like, second lunch i guess uh um yeah we figured out a lot about what the days would kind of look like in that first day because neither of us had ever done anything like that before so it was good to just kind of know the time frame and like what we needed to be eating and drinking for calories and hydration and everything because again like i'm not used to that Uh, i've never really done anything like that so that was pretty cool 
you had to take in so many more calories, right? Like way, way higher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was eating constantly. Like I had protein bars and like uh, some uh, Cliff Energy gels, like in my like the box on my bike the whole time. Um, we had the truck driving behind us, so we would stop every once in a while and get like our water bottles filled up again, or uh, just pound back a quick like peanut butter sandwich or like banana with some honey or something like just whatever we could get with like some sugar and some fats and. Uh, yeah, in, in the 11 hours on the first day, I think I burned somewhere around like 7,000 or 7,500 calories. Um, so that, that was pretty crazy. Um, like there's just almost no way you can put that back in, right? Like you just, good luck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even, even the drinks we were having, ha- like we're packed full of carbs, right? Like just to kind of keep our like glycogen, glycogen levels up and our carb levels and everything. Um, I learned a lot about all that too. Like I'm, I mean, I'm an athlete. I've, I've been in competitive sports since I was very young, but I've never done any like ultra like running or ultra biking or anything like that. So it's a, it's a completely different ball game, right? Um, Absolutely. super, super interesting. And I really enjoyed it. So I'll probably be doing something like it again. I mean, it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Great experience. How did the rest of the week go? It was pretty rough. Not going to lie. <laughs> Um, I didn't sleep hardly at all that first night. My blood pressure was through the roof. Um, like my head was just pounding and our, like Alex's dad, Aaron came, he's a retired firefighter paramedic. So he came to like, give us an IV, like just for hydration, just to make sure we were all good for the next day. And like, as soon as he poked my arm, like I just bled everywhere. Like my blood pressure was so high. (laughs) So that didn't really work out for me so well. And I only slept for about half an hour, maybe an hour on that first night. Um, when I woke up for day two, I felt like I was going to throw up probably just nervousness and like not feeling so great from, uh, I mean, obviously the day before, like all the energy output. And, uh, I, I feel like I ate really good and I drank a lot. Like I was hydrated. Um, I just wasn't feeling very good. I think it was just the nervousness. Um, so day two was really rough. We also had a very strong headwind. Like it was directly against us 20 to 30 mile an hour winds all day. Um, we ended up being on our bikes for nine hours that second day. And I burned almost 9,000 calories. So like 1500 calories more. And we only traveled 63 miles. That's how that's how strong the wind was against us. So it was uh, it was interesting. Uh, I've never experienced anything like that before. It was the hardest workout I've ever done in my life. It was crazy. Like if we stopped pedaling even a little bit, our bikes would stop and we would just fall over. It was crazy. So I have to imagine I've talked to one other amazing man. He's an ultra marathon cyclist. He's also a grandpa. Anyway, um, when you're in that deeply discouraging let's say you're five hours in your body's screaming you're exhausted you've only had an hour of sleep how do you keep pedaling what do you what what's going through your mind at that point um for me it was left right left right left right just thinking about like the next right thing to do right that's something that i was taught when i did my warrior evolution down in alabama in september just do the next right thing like when you don't know what to do um but I actually I had to stop and Wes kind of coached me up a little bit he was one of the instructors on my course and a really good friend of mine he's a mentor of mine 
Um, and he coached me up a little bit. He said, look, BJ, I think, uh, I think you, you need to kill something that's inside of you right now. If you want to be able to finish this, um, cause you're not looking so good, man. Like I know you got a little bit more in the tank and I think you're, you're selling yourself short. So whatever it is, think about it, pray about it a little bit and you just got to kill something today. So for the next half an hour after that, I just, I was thinking left, right, left, right. But I was praying at the same time and just thinking like what it could possibly be. Right. And I just understood and realized that there's a little piece of me that when things get really, really hard, I like to make excuses and think, you know what, I don't have to do it today. I can just do it tomorrow because like last night I didn't sleep at all or whatever, but that wasn't really an option for this. So, um, that I killed it like that day. I just killed that part of me. And, um, the next three days were really good. Like we, we had a really good ride every other day. Um, I was kind of pushing the envelope for both of us for the next three days after that, I just kind of found another gear and, um, yeah, like it, it turned out really well. We didn't get all the miles in. Like, obviously we had a short day on the second day. Uh, day three was good. We hit 93 miles and then we ended up on a major highway and there was no way to go around it. Like we couldn't bike on it and we couldn't bike around it. There was no other roads to take to get to where we were going. Um, so we ended up calling it short after that. I mean, like it was still a great ride. We rode for, I think it was eight or nine hours and we did 93 miles that day going through Kentucky. Um, and I, we also climbed like the biggest hill I've ever seen in my entire life. I think it was a five mile incline and it took us almost an hour to get up that one hill. Like it was so intense. I've never, I've never biked up anything so big. It was, it was pretty, pretty ridiculous. So when we got to the top of that, I felt like I could just do anything. It was really cool. Um, and then the way down, obviously, on the other side of it, we did a six or eight mile stretch in like two minutes. <laughs> we just flew down that hill on the other side. It was really cool. Amazing. Yeah, that's definitely the difference of an incline versus a decline. <laughs> and yeah, that must have felt yeah. so good. Like, OK, we worked so hard for this hill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And then, I mean, day, day four and day five were really good as well. Day four, we kind of ran into some injury problem. We, we rode into Nashville. Um, we left Kentucky and got into Tennessee and then we went right into Nashville. Um, my knee was about the size of a grapefruit on day four and Wes could barely walk. So we, <laughs> we, we rode downtown a little bit. Uh, we went across the bridge into Nashville and then we rode downtown. We went down Broadway and experienced the city a little bit. Um, but after our lunch break, like we just decided that, you know what, in order to make sure we do our set, we changed it from 130 miles to 75 miles for day five. Again, like to make sure we could make it to the finish and just to make sure nobody got seriously injured because this is our first kick of the can kind of thing. Um, so we ended up not doing the whole uh, 611 mile trip. Um, How much did you actually do? We we rode a total of 413 miles in five days. Seriously, yeah, it was seriously impressive. Like there's yeah, no it, it was, or buts about it. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't exactly what we'd hoped for, but it was a great experience. Um, we we just we both learned a lot uh about ourselves about each other uh, about the community that we have been a part of for so long and just about people in general right like the generosity and the 
the caring side that you don't normally see from the public, I guess, these days. Um, it, it was crazy to see and to be a part of, uh, like, again, just from the very beginning, like praying about this whole thing and like asking God what my goal for fundraising should be. Like, I just kept hearing the number 50,000 and I was kind of scared of that because that's a big number. Um, I've never done anything like that before. Um, but time and time again, like we got these big donations coming in and it was just super cool to see um, and just kind of know that your prayers are being answered at the same time. Right. It was really, really cool. Uh, two times specifically, like I prayed for a very big donation. It was on a Tuesday right before we left. I prayed on Tuesday night very specifically for a big donation to come in just to give me some encouragement for training and all this other stuff. Wednesday morning, we got a $2,500 donation, like first thing in the morning. It was awesome. And then like just in my heart, I knew that that wasn't, that wasn't quite the one though. Right. I knew there was something else that was going to happen that would just be like monumental in helping us get to our $50,000 mark. And when we got to the conference, uh, like to the finish line, um, on Saturday, the pastor of the church, who's the founder of like the Warrior Evolution program, he he took a collection from everybody that was there. And he said that every dollar was going to go to the Hobson family as part of the ride for Alex, which was really cool. But further to that, there was somebody, I don't know who it was, but somebody in the crowd said that they were going to match every dollar donated that day. So like, I get just like a huge answer to prayer. It was unreal. I put every dollar I had in my wallet. I put it in that box and I was like, have fun, bro. Like, thank you so much, but enjoy. <laughs> um, so we ended up collecting $11,000 that night. And this guy made an $11,000 donation and we ended up with almost $53,000 total. It was super cool. Like just, wow. yeah crazy crazy answer to prayer um yeah super cool experience i'm super pumped that we got to do it so that then leaves me with the final question of course this this huge effort all of these incredible donations you surpass the amount that god has put on your heart how did the family aaron alex how did what what was their reaction what what even yeah oh Man, like it was surreal to like because Aaron was with me that weekend at the conference. Um, he came down for it. Alex couldn't come because he was at home on dialysis every day. He's doing 12 hours a day dialysis, but he actually made a home video and sent it with Aaron for him to for them to play at the conference and just like express gratitude. Um, yeah, like I mean, <laughs> me and Aaron didn't really stop crying all weekend, like it was just super. I don't know, surreal, I guess. Like, I, I can't even really explain. It's hard to put into words because, like, I mean, you work really hard. I I barely even know him. Like, I've only known him for a couple of months, right? But, like, there's just that connection. And, um, you know, that God puts people in your life for a reason kind of thing. So when your efforts are, I mean, I don't, I, I didn't even do it for a re- reward for myself, right? But when um, you see the fruits of your labor, like, for real something come to pass that you've prayed for and that you hope for. Um, Especially when it's something that someone needs like a lot, obviously like so much. Um, It was just one of the coolest feelings. 
like I could ever have. I think it was just super, super awesome. <laughs> that is incredible. What a feat you have done, BJ. Seriously. And I got to ask <laughs> before when we talked to you, I believe the words you said were, I don't even really like biking. Do you like cycling <laughs> now or do you hate it the most? You know, I really enjoyed it. Um, I I really enjoyed it. I haven't put my bike back together yet since I've got home. I'm not quite there yet, but I will be and I'll put it back up on the train and I'll get some more miles in. I'm definitely going to uh, like kind of pursue it as a hobby and um, there's an opportunity to sign up for the World Police Fire Games coming up in June in Winnipeg. So I'm going to try to enter a cycling event for that. Um, yeah, I'll do a couple of things with it for sure. It was super fun, but it's not the end. We're, we're going to keep going here. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Such a beautiful story. Thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.